Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Asian Voice. This is episode 12 and the main topic is Chinese school. I'm one of your co-hosts, Rebecca, and I'm always joined with... John and Wilson. So the main topic of this theme, I mean, the episode is Chinese school. So I think we have a lot of experiences with Chinese school ourselves, especially like going to Chinese school in the UK. It's like kind of different, I guess. I think one important question is, first, first thing, how long were you guys in Chinese school for? Well, uh... I think it's been like nine, ten years. Total. You were there for ten years? Yeah, I think I was there basically oh. for ten years. Because I remember, um, I used to be in their class, but mm. what happened is I failed my first year. So I got, they were always a class above me because we all went to the same Chinese school. But I think I, I quit like maybe a few years after when you guys like continued on. Mm. So I think mine was like maybe about eight years. So I think for me, I went to like this Chinese school in Greenwich for a period of time. And then like, I went to the one that we used to go to, so I've basically been to two Chinese schools, and I can say that I prefer the one that I recently went to because I had more friends and like I feel like I made more connections that way. But yeah, I joined in M four, I think. But yeah, was your first one like? Yeah, that was my first year, like in that new Chinese school, M four. M four was was a time because <laughs> we had like um well. I think you remember, but we had this teacher called like Scary Mary. Um, they hate the Scary Mary, but she was really scary. Imagine she's listening to this right now. And she was like, she would always shout or something. She would always be shouting at us, and like I don't know, she had I think a temper, but I don't know. What about you? What do you think? Oh well, uh, I just remember she was very scary. Yeah, I think that's how she got her name, like Scary Mary. I feel like all those teachers there, they're volunteers. They don't get paid for it, do they? No, they, they do. do. They do get paid. It's paid like very minimum. I swear, like, most of them are, like, volunteers. No, I think definitely friends. now they get paid for it. Well, like, probably, like, minimum, though. It can't be that much. No, I think they get paid. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I don't, I don't see why you would do the job if you wouldn't get, yeah, paid, like, a decent amount. Because originally I thought it was, like, all voluntary. Of course you got, like, probably compensated a little bit, but I thought mm. it was, like, all, because you genuinely wanted to help, like, Chinese kids around, mm. like, your... Maybe era. initially it was voluntary and then, like... It slowly became like a more, more traction. Yeah, you know, more people started to join and stuff. Um, I could say Chinese school. Can I can, can I just say end of year tests? End of year tests. End of year tests. I would always. This is such a bad mentality, and this is the thing I hate between English school and Chinese school. English school. My mentality was I need to do good in English school because eventually that's going to lead to GCSEs and then right, levels. Right. Chinese school. I did not care. I I revised the Friday the Friday the Friday night before. I would always revise, and mm. I would just want to get sixty percent. Yeah, Chinese school was on Saturdays, and for you guys, I don't know. It was like like five hours or like no, like three four hours on like a Saturday morning. Three four hours, and like we would just basically waste our time there because none of us wanted to listen, and you weren't really know, into Chinese language. Like I remember when in the books they used to use pinyin, which is like writing out like how you would say it in english like letters yeah how it sounds in english letters while you were like reading it so like in our textbooks we would have like loads of texts right and then we'd have like the keywords for dictation and then we'd have like um like the text and we'd have to study the text not study it but like each lesson would go through a text right and we used to read it out loud and i remember that like that was that book where one year, like, the pinion was gone. And the pinion was gone. It was, like, literally my worst nightmare. So as soon as, like, the teacher would read it out, like, one time, I'd be writing down the pinion all the time. I'd be writing, for every single character, I'd be writing it down, just just in case she asked me, oh, can you read it out loud for us so the whole class to listen to it? 
Of course, I had to. Like, I actually had to write down the opinion. Like, oh my god. Was it just that year's textbook, or was it just like? No, it was like it was like from then, from like one year, and then from then on after. Because obviously, when you go up. It gets harder, so like I remember. I think I might be like kid that every single time after class, I would go out and then you Google, Google Translate and like write an opinion for every single. Yeah, just in case in like the next week they like ask you, oh, can you read the text out loud? It's the most daunting thing though. It's like scary. you know what, what's it called? The dictation though. So basically, it's yeah. like the Chinese version of the English spelling test. Yeah, but it's like way worse. Yeah, because you have to remember the characters. Would, would you even revise it? it? I wouldn't even revise it. I can't lie. I would like. I can't remember my lifestyle. It's all gone through my head. No, I wouldn't fail. I would like. You know, cause I remember there was a period of time where. Guys, don't, don't hold me accountable for this, but there was a lot of cheating going on. Yeah. I wouldn't say I cheated a lot, but I would say there was cheating, and I can't say there wasn't any. Like, like there would be that period of time where people would like hide their book in their lap, and then like they would write like, and then like every time the teacher would like walk behind us or like was reading the text and like the words out loud for dictation, we would just like go over a bit so that like it would cover our lap. Where, where the book, book was. Do you remember those drawers like under the table? Like the drawers yeah. that were there, and you like put your book in even in there, but you weren't supposed to. Mm. And, and then, then you'd like always like then you push back in like really hard, but then like you just couldn't like touch because it was like other people's like stuff. Yeah. So then it's like okay, well. Yeah, it's because like our Chinese school was like a rental. It wasn't rental, but like the school rented it. Yeah, from an English school. Yeah. Wow. Oh, the like dictation though was actually so bad. Because like my idea of dictation was like you remember when you had to like recite like whole yeah. texts. When you like had to recite it on the top of your head, like you didn't have to. Yeah. Just, like you had to recite a whole block of text. Like I remember one time where like we were doing like Chinese like poetry, and the teacher asked us to like memorize poems like off by heart, so we could like write it down in like the test. Because there was like one year where we had like poetry as one of the things and. In, in the, the end, end of year test, we actually had to like rewrite the poem. So obviously, I spent so much time memorizing that poem. Like, oh my god! I cheated. But like, there was like those years where we started doing compositions. You guys do compositions? Yeah. Like those big essays at the end of the test. Really? Yeah. Oh, those ones. We did them every week. Yeah. I'm not like thirty words. After because I've been through both systems. I've been to like Chinese Chinese school and in Chinese in an English school. Hmm. The difference is that in Chinese Chinese school, you're like I'm, I was like one of the eldest in my class, and then there were like people maybe like five six years younger than me, and they were like because like in Chinese school they rank you, they rank you and like tell yeah. you they give you a ranking. Like as in like if you failed one year, you would not go to the next year. You would stay in the year below. I did. Don't do that. But. Every single time, like, they would be hitting, like, maybe top 10s, top, because there were, like, maybe 24 people in my class. I would always get, like, to see 23, 21, 23, tw- tw- yeah. never the last, never the last, but I'd always get consistently at the bottom. Yeah, the thing is, is that there were loads of Mandarin speakers in our class. And so, like, the Mandarin speakers would obviously rank first, second, third, fourth, fifth, up, probably, like, up to 10. And then I would be so happy if I reached within the 10. Like, one time I reached, like, 8, and I was, like... Really? Like, I was actually so happy. How many? Like, 25, that was probably our class. Like, like 21, 20-something. And then, like, I, would actually, I was so happy. And, like, one time, like, I don't know. I feel like the rankings really just... Nah, they really, like, put your self-esteem, like, to shit. Like, 
I feel like I feel I feel like I was so, at the mentality of like it's not really fair because this I'm like my friends be Cantonese, but my Cantonese isn't even that good. But they're like they speak Mandarin on the regular. So, so like, like when, when the teacher was trying to like do like you know like stroke orders and like how they, like, yeah uh, like sat and like that like a sudden stroke had like uh, a name like, like, like and how was just like, like oh, how do you know this like yeah. teachers and, the hell? and they were like they, they were like, like repeating off the teacher and I'm like saying that like what's going on I was like I was like it's like I remember when we were reading the text out loud and we all have to read it together and then I would literally just be like laughing the words. There's always that one kid that's like <laughs> lags behind slightly. You can hear the like, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. What, what was like your greatest, like, uh, the greatest struggle in like Chinese school? So, everything was a struggle for me. Really? Yeah. I feel like, yeah. It's only until maybe like the, the GCSE classes. Mm. So, like, the last two years of the school that we did, and which was like finally actually getting it a bit. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like, Last, last two years year, actually made me kind of like Chinese after that because like, like I feel like the years before that were absolute like I just did not like Chinese like I did not want to put effort in it and then when I realized that I had to work towards it to get to like a grade then obviously that meant more to me so obviously I tried harder and then I actually understood Chinese so I actually got it but boy the years of Chinese school was not worth it for those just last two years though like I feel like the last two years really made it though most important ones but yeah but there was only like how many of us in the class like for the GCSE like or... five of us well maybe like eight 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 yeah wow. my rankings about the GCSE <laughs> at the beginning of the like first year if you were good enough you would go yeah. to the class which had to only do it for one, one year, year one year on a sweat class suki suki if you're listening oh, suki, yeah. Really? Was she in the set class? Yeah. Oh, good. The funny thing was, they had the Malaysians, right? And like, there were class A and class B, and once you finish the first one, you'll go to the other class. Mm. And mm-hmm. we were, I think we were supposed to like switch teachers. Yeah. To like the, the scary stricter lady. And I'm just going, we had Miss Chang for the first one. Yeah. She was so nice. So, but, I feel like I didn't really, I didn't really learn anything in that year. Like, well, we she was so stayed, nice right? though. Yeah, yeah she stayed. So we had the same teacher, but she was like the nice teacher. So like, that, that helped a lot, I think. I don't, I don't know yeah, I feel like I'd never really learned anything from her. And then until, um, what's her name? I don't remember, Miss Lee, I think. Annie Lee. Yeah. Um, I think... <laughs> yeah. like, no, I actually really liked her as a teacher. Like, she, she was, was scary, but she was a really good teacher because yeah. she actually put pressure on us. So I'd actually learn things and I would actually try. And like, I think that's where I actually learned things. Like She was dedicated. Like, she would, she would actually care. Like, I feel like she cared about if you handed in your essay on time. Like, she would make us do, like, four-minute presentations without looking at our books and stuff. So I feel like that actually really helped. Wait, do you guys actually remember the name of your teachers? Sometimes. Sometimes. I, I feel like memorable ones. Referring to was Lao Shu. Lao Shu. I remember this one M4 teacher. It was actually one of my mom's friends. Mm. And apparently we were really close because, uh, like, her daughter, we were in the same class at the time. And apparently when we were younger, we used to go to the idea store together and, like, read books. Mm. And I remember doing, like, it was, I think it was a term one test that we oh. did. So it didn't mean anything, but I really wanted to pass. And what I there was like this phrase, you know how like they say you have to use this character in a sentence. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I remember uh, writing like something like, "I'm learning Chinese, but I hate learning Chinese. <laughs> I, I don't like. Uh, I, I don't like it." 
And then I think we, we were like on the WhatsApp group chat with like a bunch of us from our class. And then she was like, yeah, my mom's walking this house and she's kind of pissed. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. And she's like, oh, and I told her, can you he say, oh, he probably did it because he's really dumb and he had to think of something. Yeah. And then that what she gave me an extra mark and that put me just above the grade. I got 61. Yeah. I the passing percentage up. was 60. And like, yeah, that's I think to be fair, 60% is low, but for Chinese, it's pretty high. Like, like it's actually kind of hard to get 60%. Because, well, no, no. I mean, if you don't try, like... For a pass mark, I think it is. Yeah, it's 60%. There's no, like, distinction or merit. It's just pass. It's just pass. Like, I think if you get, like, above 90%, like, you're already, like, God level. Like, if you're above 90, then you basically... Like, I'd be happy with an 86 or something. Mm, yeah. Like, that's pretty good for... I'm happy with 70. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I got high 60s, I'm like, yes. No, I feel like I, I, initially I was actually good at Chinese. Then I think between M5, M6, M7, M8, that's why I, like, I really didn't like Chinese. And then GCSE onwards, I, I like Chinese. Your old Chinese school compared to this one. Yeah. It didn't train you well. There's only like one test I ever did well on, and then... The rest I was like scraping scores. Oh really? Yeah. That was mm-hmm. nice. But how, how how low are we scraping? How low are we talking about scraping though? Like scraping within sixty seventy. Sixty like... seventies, yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Nice. Wait, what was your what was your highest ever score that you remember? Something ninety six, I think. Ninety six? What year? It's like M two. I think yeah. it, I think <laughs> in like M four I got like at least ninety five. At least ninety five. On one like M4 test that I was super happy with. And then like after that I think after that, in M5, it all went downhill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm the proud owner of 89% of my M3 final test. Mm. That's about only, uh, literally what I can flex about Chinese school. Yeah. Hey, at least we've got the GCSE done and everything. Yeah. Just I'm actually quite happy about that, but yeah. If you if given the choice and saying, if you had the time to, would you take Chinese A-level or would you continue to take more Chinese classes? No. No? Yeah. I feel like I would do it only to like experience the language a bit more, like you know, because when you learn a language, you learn about the culture around it, and you learn like a lot about, you know, what the history of the language is, and I feel like that's kind of interesting. But the language is hard, and I don't know if I could put myself through that. I mean, like I tried taking like uh, Chinese classes uh, this year in my English school. It was alright, except it was like one to one. Because like, everyone else in my Chinese class in like GCC years, they're like, no, no, I'm finished with this. But I was the only one that yeah. signed up. I had two people in my class, but they both dropped out. So it was just mm. me and this mm. like one teacher, and she was like considered like the scary Chinese teacher in the school. But it was alright. She she actually liked me. But I think I'd probably learn it just because we are Chinese. Yeah, yeah. Even though we can, okay, me and Rebecca, we can speak hard Cantonese. <laughs> maybe on a good day, maybe like three quarters Cantonese. Most of these good, but it's just like we think of like Chinese people. I think most people think of like Mandarin. Yeah, mm, I feel like. The main kind of reason or main kind of, yeah, main reason somebody might learn Mandarin is for the career prospects and like, you know, the things that you could do in China or like, it's just like a nice language to learn, like, while you can speak Chinese, you know, like, or Mandarin. Yeah, sure, that regard too, but I mean, just like, we are Chinese. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like, there are like, non-native, non-native people that do learn Chinese. I feel like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. Like, I'm a non-native speaker, but, like, I learn Chinese, and it's like... It's like that one, have you seen, like, that YouTube guy, uh, Xiaoma? 
like he does like a white guy speaks English, uh, perfect English, uh, like in like New York. I feel like stuff. I've seen those videos. Yeah. Yeah, he's always like, cause he's the guy that's like always learning a bunch of different languages. That's mm. really cool. Cause I feel like whenever like, um, say like a white person, they learn, um, they learn Chinese, and then all of a sudden they go to like Chinatown, they speak Mandarin. All the people are like shocked. Mm. Like I feel like that shock factor is like. Yeah. And then they like saying look. You speak Chinese? Yeah. And he's like, Chinese? And he's like, wow, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> you just put you to shame. It's like, oh, no. He's like, oh, my God. Not this again. <laughs> Do you ever get the feeling like, you, like, obviously, we come from, like, a long ancestry of, like, probably, like, like of, like, a bunch of, like, Chinese relatives. Do you mm. ever feel, like, that pressure to, like, study Chinese or, like, to still be involved with, like, learning it or being involved with the culture? Or is it not really, like, much pressure for you guys? Maybe culture-wise, but not, like, the language. Well, like, language-wise. Yeah. Is it because, like, you already know Cantonese and that's enough, or...? Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm not really, like, looking to learn. I'm, I'm satisfied with where I reached with, like, mm. Mandarin. Right enough, then. <laughs> Your Mandarin's nice. Yeah. I do kind of feel like there is a pressure, but, like, it's not, like, necessarily a big pressure, because, obviously, we grew up here and it's not really, like, you don't speak Mandarin here often, but when you do go back to your own, like, country of origin, you are kind of expected to know, like, like, like the, the language, language. Like, it's like, like it's like it's like you are Chinese, so why can't you speak Chinese? Like mm-hmm. I feel like there is that kind of pressure, but in a way it's like I feel like now it's kind of changed because more and more people don't know their native language and it's kind of like more of everyone's focusing on English, but yeah. You're losing touch with, I mean, this can sound really, really, like, deep, but it's, like, your roots, almost. Mm. Like, if you lose your roots, then you've kind of, like, lost contact with, like, people. I feel like language gives you kind of a sense of belonging, kind of, like, um, somewhere, like, a community that you have. Like, you're Chinese, like, you can, like, I guess, I guess, integrate back to, like, where all these other Chinese people are, in a way. But, like, if you don't have the language, there's kind of a language barrier there, so that doesn't really... Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Do you guys, I'm probably talking this, but I always like struggle. Like, I can, I can get by, and then it's my grandpa saying, oh, and he just pats me on the back, and he's like, yeah, he's trying. He's like, good mm-hmm. job. Yeah, let, yeah, let's go eat now. But I feel like the thing is, with like speaking a language, especially with your relatives or something, like you try to speak the language, but then you get made fun of it. So then, like, it's kind of like a two whammy, kind of like, but if I'm trying and then you're making fun of me for it, it's like I'm more inclined to not try and not speak the language it discourages you yeah it's just a really throw you off like you're trying but then it's like oh why but i'll yeah because they're just gonna laugh at me english for my whole yeah. life and just be known as that like banana mm. but with the way things are going i don't think english is disappearing anytime soon so i'm happy with yeah that. just having english going back to chinese school do you guys have like any funny moments or like anything that happens in your training school it doesn't have to be like learning wise just anything like that well uh we kind of talked about this in our own time but uh, yeah. in our Chinese school, not us, but there was a person in our year four class. M4. M4. Yeah, so M4 with and we were doing a dictation test. So like the the character writing test yeah. for memory. And um, of course, we said there was a lot of cheating involved. And maybe sometimes it wasn't the smartest of cheating. But one student had copied the entire dictation. Like answers. word for word, everything on that right. paper, just everything. Including the name of the other student. <laughs> I love this guy. Like, like, I can't, like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like... 
That one sucks. That, that, story. Yeah, yeah, I feel like cheating is like another story, but the name as well. But I feel like, yeah, we all have our good times and we all have our bad times, and you know. friendships though in Chinese school like a lot of valuable friendships so the year that uh, mm. we were playing with a lot of Bakugan in class I remember like, I think it might have, yeah I think it might have got banned like in our class because I think we were playing with it a bit too much mm. you threw it around too hard yeah maybe but you threw it like walls and like teeth no because uh, you know how like they open up when you put them on like something like yeah metallic yeah metallic or magnetic mm-hmm. because like the tables had like metal Legs. Mm. Oh yeah. We'll just be like, <laughs> oh, <no, laughs> <right. laughs> the that? The work is done. Oh, that's. I remember they just like pop out. Yeah. And, like yeah. Very cool. Mm. How far they fall into. Wait, I just need to give a shout out. Like the the, the iconic uh the iconic auntie that was always selling snacks. Yeah, at the back. In the back. She was iconic. Oh my god. He's the reason why Chinese school is like made. She's been. You know, I totally forgot about that. I think my mom was friends with her too. It's like she was the best. She sold all the Asian snacks. Like so nice though. And like bubblegum. Yeah. Like I never bought anything. I can't lie. It was kind of expensive, but I feel like people still bought it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like. Pound fifty for like a like, pound for like Doritos on Christmas mm. and all that. It was ridiculous. But yeah, it was like she used to shout like she she's always been there every single time at like what when was our break eleven? Eleven, I think. Eleven, eleven to eleven thirty. Our break. She time. would be there like standing there and selling stuff, and I would just say hi. She'd wave back. She was the mm. nicest person. I remember like the at end of every year you'd have like the performance or the graduation ceremony. Yeah, that thing. yeah. I was gonna mention that. I feel like every class had their moments, but. The teacher would like tell us to like make up a performance. Yeah, but usually it would be like it would be like a, a poetry or, or like poetry. yeah. Oh my like, god! Final year, there was this guy in my class who was really into like Shaolin Kung Fu. Uh huh. And mm. then for the whole performance, he basically carried our whole class because it was just him on the stage. Yeah. Doing his whole routine, so my class didn't have to do anything. We were right. just standing singing the stands, yeah. and she was almost like, "Yes, let's go." No, I feel like there are videos of us. I feel like there are videos of us singing like. Maybe. Um... For a year, the teacher tried to make me and your brother play something on the piano or, or, or instrument. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 but we never did it. We never did it. Oh, oh, you should have. That would be no, so good. No. But like, I feel like. I used to go like 
to every single graduation ceremony and then I stopped going because like it was kind of a waste of time. Because like the only reason that somebody would go to the graduation ceremony was to get the report at the end. The raffle tickets. Just the and the report at the end. Cause yeah, okay. And just rank like top three. Yeah. They would actually call you out and say, okay, top three students are so so so. Number one student is this one. Yeah. And then they would announce like other these characters, like things like, oh, this person completed their A level in one year. Yeah. And they're only like six years old. <laughs> or so and so student won like the student award from like this borough or something like that. Or, yeah. Like, mm. or things like that. And then there was always that like line dancing that they had at the start. Oh, that was cool. Big yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Boom, boom. It was always, always so crowded though. Yeah. 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 Like I remember yeah. one year I was sitting on the stairs because there was like no seats. Mm. It's worse when the, the dragon the dragon dance comes up and then you're on the stairs you have to like leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then like I'm sorry it's like there's literally no space in there. Mm. That's what that was really fun. But yeah, Chinese school is very interesting though. I can't lie, like. I feel like it was not supposed to be that interesting, but it was, like, in a way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it should have just been that thing that I was going to every Saturday, but it wasn't. <laughs> if you do decide to have kids, do you think you'll send, like, your kids to Chinese school? I'll ask them first. What do you mean you'll ask them? <laughs> Giving them an hey, option, a choice. would you like to go to Chinese school? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, of course they're going to say no. I do, I feel like if parents did that, we would say no for a lot of things. Mm. Hey kid, do you want to do some football lessons? Nah. Piano lessons? Nah. Badminton? Nah. It's just like, no to everything. Yeah, I feel like it's a... You have to find something that they actually enjoy. Though. Yeah, like, it's like a tradition. They will enjoy some things and sometimes they'll be... I mean, cool. it's like something like swimming. Like, I know my mum forced me to do swimming lessons and I hate it. Apparently, I used to like cry and like drown for like a solid year or two because I was really young. But I was just like, I'm, I'm glad I made you swim because now you mm. can swim. If you couldn't swim, then you're useless. So, yeah. But like, swimming is almost like uh, it's a like a skill, skill yeah, like a survival skill. You know, True, you can yeah. use it. Surprise! You can make a case for that, like um, yeah, not really instruments. Then, like, mm. how are you gonna survive? Or like with Chinese school instrument. It's like or like Chinese school. Like it's a skill to know like the language of like your people's origins. So it's kind of. Like... But like, I feel like swimming is another thing because like, if you were to like, I don't know, fall into a river, the most like thing, the most thing you could do is like swim, right? But I know that a lot of people can't swim, so they'd probably end up drowning. So like That's I think you them. I feel like swimming them. is like a universal skill, like yeah, somebody more... something that people should know. Mm-hmm. Like even if you I wouldn't even well, necessarily you know? say that learning yeah. an instrument is like a life skill. Like because... I would say that swimming and like I can't name another one, but like swimming is definitely a life skill. It's like some yeah. one one thing that most people can do. Yeah. I think and ride a bike. Yeah, and ride a bike. Yeah, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's always, like it's always funny when you see you can't ride a bike. Oh, like, you, yeah, like usually when you like say you can't swim or you can't ride a bike, you get that reaction. Oh, you can't ride a bike. Like it's so easy. Like you should be able to do it. With riding a bike, it's more like you can or you can't do it. Usually, yeah. it's not. You it's not you rarely find people that can barely do it or like almost do it. Mm. I imagine like someone just wobbling. <laughs> I feel like it's been a long time since I went on a bike. I can ride a bike, but like obviously. If I haven't gotten on, on, like if I haven't gotten onto a bike in a long time, I'll be a bit rusty at the start, but then I'll be fine at, like in thirty minutes. Mm. It's just like reactions, just like mm. just the balance. Yeah, mm. that's worth it. Yeah. Mm. Okay, how about one thing in Chinese school that um, talk, Chinese school in, like a very negative light? Yeah, I mean okay. Chinese school was fun. It well, was one good thing. One good thing you haven't previously mentioned. Starting oh. from let's go this way. Good thing. One good thing. Well, and it's, I, I got, something that you, you, I, got you ex, I got an extra grade for my GCSE. Mm-hmm. That's about it. And I can really? talk about it. Oh. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, 
it filled up my Saturday. Oh, okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Rebecca? I mean, I mentioned this before. I know you said not to mention yeah, things yeah. that we already mentioned, but obviously the friendships that came out of it, mm. like the people that you met there, like, I feel like it was really an experience. Um, yeah, and like, you learn a lot about the culture and like, you know, the teachers, I feel like when it, before COVID, like pre-COVID, Chinese school is actually like an environment, like it was really like a school. But now, like after COVID, like we learned online and we do it by Zoom. And like, boy, that was hard. Like doing it by Zoom was quite hard. But I know that like, obviously it was for the better because COVID, mm. but yeah. I'd say definitely it's like the memories you make from it. Mm. It's kind of similar to yours, but like, you definitely make a lot of funny memories. And like, I think I've got a few people's contacts from like, uh, through Instagram mm. and stuff. Like every now and then they're like saying, oh, hi, what have you been up to? Yeah, I feel like loads of people from like Chinese school have changed so much. Mm. Like, I feel like, yeah, everyone has changed so much. Like, especially even in like English school, like since primary school, like people have changed a lot. But when you see your old like prim- your, primary school, your, when you see people. your old primary best friend and now yeah. you're like, oh, wow, you've changed. You've changed so much. You're not like, a, you're not like you were before. Like, yeah. it, it's like, obviously, if you're with someone for a long time, like if you're friends with them, you obviously don't really notice that change but when you like don't see someone for a really long time and then you see them again you notice that big change mm-hmm. yeah Sorry, of course, honestly oh i don't really like get that because most of my friends in my chinese school are like still my friends now like YouTube. yeah okay yeah i don't really have like other friends that to be fair mm-hmm. like your chinese class we had a lot of people like within your yeah age we had group. a lot of people we from did. our like yeah like, age group though because like my class they were like there was a big age gap though because like there was some that were like when i was like maybe two, three years older than me, and then we had some as as young as like eight years old. Mm. It was ridiculous. So it was mainly just yeah. Like, you know. Me and Tracy had a vibe. You know, Tracy from episode ten. Mm. Um, me and her, we had a vibe going on. Like, the Chinese school was like basically it was because me and Tracy, we were the we were the non Mandarin speakers, and then all our other friends would be like Mandarin speakers. So we see we we'd suddenly get bullied for not being able to do some stuff. We suffered together. Suffered together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We we did suffer together basically. Mm. And I remember one time, ah, uh, the compositions like for the homework, right? I remember one time I used like Google Translate. Oh, uh, <laughs> you did get caught. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I am quite embarrassed to say this, but yeah, there are like some texts and compositions that I wrote that I'm not quite proud of. So. I used to like Google Translate. Google Translate. <laughs> you amateur. Amateur. You, you use Pleco. Yeah. Oh, Pleco. But it wasn't, Pleco isn't like a direct translation thing. It's only for like words. Yeah, because you have to actually use your own like knowledge of grammar. True, yeah. I mean, like if you had a decent idea of grammar, and that's like, that's like last, la- that's last, like last, um, last scenario though. Like you have to use Google Translate. That's like, yeah, so- but I remember like in M6, I think. Like I used to like literally type out a whole par- a whole entire paragraph of what I would say in English, put that in Google Translate, and it would come out the other end. You did it paragraphs. Like I don't <laughs> sentence, sentence by yeah. sentence. I did sentence. I read the sentence and change the vocabulary to ones I knew but, and like, made sure that it made sense. You yeah, changed that was M six, M six, M six. So that was not my brightest moment. Okay. Yeah. You know when we did the four minute presentation, because you don't have like just a document on my computer just reading. Like, oh, we could tell, we could tell, I could yeah. tell. I'm pretty sure a lot of people do that. Yeah. This kind of stuff is just that you got your eyes looking just down the screen. Yeah, it's, I, it's just been. Because I think, uh, yeah, in GCSE the last year, um, I know that me and Boston did this, and the year before us did this, but we did like um four minute compositions, 
like yeah. four minute like we had to read speaking, speaking like just speaking out loud and we'd she would like give us a topic the week before and we'd have to like prepare and obviously like everyone's no preparation, everyone's so preparation was writing so. the essay and like <laughs> she'd be like oh so talk about your favorite country or talk about your favorite eating or exactly or your like favorite chinese festival your thoughts on like i love that recycling. one exactly i love the <laughs> one where you they asked you about your favorite chinese festival yeah like, i would always talk about chunjia and like chinese new year and like festival. exactly and like what I just see Dragon Ball Festival. Chinese. I can directly translate Dragon it, but, festival. like I don't remember what it is. Mm-hmm. No, I just had to ask. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Oh, it's Wangmujia. Oh, that's it. Yeah, is it not? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I was right, they throw they throw Jong, Jong into Jong the river. Yeah, because oh, really? they thought that they thought there was like because the, there was apparently some important guy that yeah, and they would like and like they wanted to stop the fish from eating the guy, so they were just like, yeah. oh, fish have some Jong instead, which is like this rice sort of like meal rice just hold it one in triangle yeah, yeah. agreed <laughs> that's like wrapped in like pandan leaves i think or bamboo leaves I think. yeah yeah it don't quote me on that sort of leaves, yeah don't quote me on that though mm-hmm. but yeah what were we talking mm-hmm. about like... oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the um four minute oh yeah, yeah speaking yeah, things yeah, yeah. yeah um so about that we, like i think the first time she mentioned it to us we were all really shocked that she was going to make us do four minutes. You know how long four minutes is? It's very long time. And like, I remember that, like those times where we'd, like every fortnight we'd do them. And like, she would hold up like the timer. Yeah. And then she, was, she was like, um, like, if you wouldn't get to the four minute mark, she'd be like, you're only at one minute. Can't you're only at one minute. You can't pass GCC with one minute, okay? And she'd actually like give us a whole lecture. The funny like, thing is, every like, st- like task that she gave us was like, upscaled because yeah she made us do like 180 words when for the actual gcse that it's we're doing it was like, 130 mm, to 180 yeah. max but she always made us 180 minimum and yeah for the, the speaking it was like the actual test was up to four minutes but she made four minutes a requirement that's yeah good, i yeah, feel like it, that's good though it us. pushed us I, I think that helped us like get higher grades like it made sure that we would actually fulfill the like requirement yeah to be fair like yeah. if you could handle that harder version then you see the breeze then it's like i feel like i ended up talking for like at least like six minutes in the end like six seven minutes in the end because like i would just like like just speak mm. i don't know because i obviously had like the stuff from what i'd said before like i just have that memorized or something it was just question it was already just like ingrained in my head no, so the questions came and then when you can when you can yeah that, like, oh yeah the questions <laughs> Because they would question you on your speaking. So let's say you had a topic, you spoke about something, and they would ask you something related to what you said, and you had to find a way to answer it. Mm. Did you have that alternative where they rephrase the question but easier, or was it like that's your question? I think she would. Um, she would say it again. She would like, say it again, but I think clear, a bit slowly, oh, a bit more slowly, okay. I guess. She wouldn't like rephrase it. Okay. Yeah. Because I know some exam boards, like their final exams, like if you can't answer the first question how it said, then they rephrase it to make it like slightly easier or like slightly different, so it's a bit more understandable. To, like perhaps, yeah, you know. Wow. Mm. I mean, with like Chinese dictations, like, I don't. Okay, like, I don't know. You, you guys took your GCSE in a Chinese school. Yeah. I think mine in English school. Yeah. yeah. I'll say it was so easy. Honestly, Chinese, honestly, like, eight years of Chinese school that prepared me for like English school, it was the easiest thing. People were mm. complaining, saying, Miss, why are we writing in characters? Can we use Pinyin? I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> Bro, you don't know how to write me? Like, I like war. War. They were struggling on that. 
as yeah. myself. Exactly. Like, it was like, oh my god, like this is... oh god, this is exactly. I feel like for like um a non-native speaker, so like someone that's not surrounded by the language like constantly, I feel like it's quite hard for them though. True, yeah, but I thought I feel like coming from my own like like my own like experience, it was a lot mm-hmm. easier. Like, yeah, yeah. Like with the writing thing. Because mm-hmm. like once you know my my secondary school, they had like some Chinese sort of classes going on once and I joined one to just check on it and like a lot of people don't know how to write like what you said I and they were surprised at how I could do it and I and it was it's because like a lot of them when they write in English it's not they're not strokes it's always continuous mm-hmm. there's no like there's no like release of pressure or like speed but mm-hmm. in Chinese it's all like strokes and they have different speeds and weights to the lines and they don't view it as that they always view it as like a continuous sort of like thing that makes it a lot harder. I think linked to that do you remember um do you guys remember like the work we get for like the homework and stuff? Yeah. Oh, I remember the yeah. easiest thing for me was the stroke orders. Like, yeah, Would like, you guys do the stroke orders? Yeah, like, yeah. When you, like as in like when you were writing like, I don't know, in your own time, like order, just like writing composition. Would yeah. you write in stroke order? Yeah. Yeah. Do you not? No. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I don't know. Stroke order is kinda of easy to guess now. Like, but I feel like it's like it's right. usually like oh, top, top yeah, yeah. 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 But then it's like there are some easier ways to like write things like I don't know, without a stroke. Mm. I've always to make it correct like prettier. Order. Mm. Correct stroke order, guys. Uh, guys, I, I... <laughs> my Chinese handwriting was boring. Mm. Well, I, I, like, uh, I kind of messed like, like, I know you've done both calligraphy. What, for Chinese? Yeah. I attempted. Yeah, yeah. I like, stroke order does matter in some regards. Though. Well, that wasn't really to do with stroke order. I mean, it does matter, but it was more to do with weight of the strokes. Oh, like how deep. Brushes. It's very, it's very, very complicated <laughs> because uh, I, I I'm not going to say anything because I'm not qualified or good enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was going to go hard, but he's a real professor, but okay, sure. Mm. Well, uh, practice your strokes if you actually want to practice characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you practice the strokes over and over again, it will help a lot, I think, with your if you know your stroke order. Mm. What was like um. Like going back to like Chinese school and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what was like your earliest like memory of like Chinese school? Like that you can remember, whether that be like a test you got or like a, a person that you like met or like a teacher or anything. Oh no, it's like because I think Rebecca wasn't there because Rebecca when Rebecca joins, we had moved into like a building that we had stayed at, but before then we had moved from like school to schools. Like we had moved from different like English schools because they were just renting out different like schools. Like yeah, we our... moved in maybe like year three or four. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's when we stayed at our current one, isn't it? The one they have now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because the old one had. That was quite. It was a bit more far away, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I went to like the one in Greenwich for like a good solid like three years, I think, like from year one to year three. Mm. So oh, like, wow. I mean, I feel like. Didn't have longer days. Huh? Didn't have longer hours. Yeah, it was on a Sunday and it was for like five what? hours. Oh, Sunday. Um, it would go like from I think like twelve to like maybe four or five in the afternoon. Yeah. And like I remember like clearly, like we would have every class would have this, but they would come out of their classrooms like in like the middle of the day. Like not the middle of the day, like the middle of the school day. And like the, the classroom would do it at different times, obviously, but we do like Chinese dancing and like dancing? <laughs> oh and then like it would just be like that dance break that we had like in between like the first half and the second half of the class and like we literally just 
they put on like music and then there'll be like a teacher in front and then we just follow her and we just do the dancing but yeah that was that really interesting that actually reminds me do you remember i remember during chinese school like i, I remember like parents that were like staying at the school because it wasn't that long maybe like three four hours do you remember they like they set up a dance class with like a dance teacher for like the parents? Mm, I think. And then there was like in the studio in like one of the class in, in the school. They like set up to parents to just like dance and do like tai chi for like the whole mm. of like the school time. Did your parents do that or? Um, maybe. Um, maybe once or twice. Because mm. I remember like that scene lady, she would uh be doing uh like, like, like the final performance. performance. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. Schedule and I remember my friend critiquing, she's like, oh, look at her footwork. Beautiful. Flawless. Look at her students. Crap. They're like so bad. They're like fumbling around like, is it really? How can you tell? Just look. I feel like Chinese dancing is really pretty though. It's like, it's like a different style. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a dancer, so like, how, how, um, how does it differ? I mean, obviously I do a different style. So I do ballet mm. in like on Saturdays. And um, that's like, a very different style obviously ballet is french and it's like very technique heavy mm. like it's like more like your foot must be here like your arms must be this kind of way it's like more set and i feel like chinese dance is like free-flowing kind of like contemporary like that mm, fair enough just, just like, like different styles i guess mm. styles over time. Yeah, it's definitely like the styles and i think yeah I'm trying to think of like any uh, like dance terms I can think of from like the next step. I can't. Oh my god, the right next. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, do a pirouette. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like I learned a lot of dance terminology from like the next step. Like, I can't lie. Like the next step really. What's still going. going. Yeah, we watched it in primary school. Yeah. It's still going. I think there's. I think there's going to be a season coming out. Yeah. I don't know if I, I watch it. Because I feel like. After season five, I stopped. I've seen like clips. Of Not even season five. five. Like season one to three was the best. And then like after that, it was kind of it kind of went downhill because it's like, bro, like it kind of was like a spin off the original. And I feel like the original studio was like way better. All the OGs have left now. Exactly, and I feel like that they Emily. made it. Apart from Emily, she's still there, but yeah, yeah. But they made the next step, like but... a troop. Hey, but going back to Chinese culture. <laughs> Well, would you ever consider doing like a Chinese dance class or would you me? Yeah, would you like a K-pop dance group. Oh. K-pop dance groups. I would do that. I would do that. YouTube video choreography. I would do that. Well, us doing a K-pop parody. That would be so good though. That would be so funny. I would do a K-pop dance like <laughs> any day. I would do it. <laughs> Which one would you do? Um. Which one's your favorite then? My favorite. Well, I would be special. I would do feel special. I would do special. Um. I would do, um, <laughs> I do you know what these, I, know. I would definitely do like, um, what is love, um, like I would do like a lot of the Twice songs because I feel like their dances are really catchy Blackpink. and like, yeah, I would do Blackpink. I feel like the, uh, <laughs> and then the, how you like that dance. I feel like those are, they, those are really hard hitting oh, and kill this love and kill this love. I remember that was my first guys. I was a K-pop stan, but I joined quite late, I feel like. Because I feel like initially my Chinese school friends kind of introduced me into K-pop. And like, like the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first K-pop song I really listened to and got into it was Kill This Love by Blackpink. Mm. And like, boy, I was so shocked. I was like, how are they doing this? Like, they, they are actually so good. Mm. And like, yeah, that's kind of how my K-pop kind of journey started. 
But yeah, I kind of I've eased myself out of that kind of phase. You still did it, or was that? Dude, this is a new K pop. I know that Itzy came out with a new song called Sneakers. Um, But yeah, I feel like I'll listen to their songs every now and again just to see what's happening. But like, I haven't really like put myself back in it yet. Well, uh, I guess that sums it up for this episode of the Asian Voice. Thank you for listening. Uh, Please give us a a follow on our Spotify and check out our website. And if you haven't already, Follow us on Instagram at the Asian Voice Pod. Bye. Bye. Bye.